Y'all want some stake money? Go download Better Picks. The NBA season is here. New users will get a deposit match up to $500. That's 500 bucks. Download Better and use code BOW. It's going to be interesting. Our first morning pod. Morning pod. Morning pod. Did I say fighter on it? Yeah. That's dope. It's a dope mug. I thought it said lighter. I, I was like, it. I don't get what that means. Yeah, but I brought it from home. You brought it. <laughs> right. You're going to have to jack us up, buddy. It's the morning. Yeah. Hit, hit us with some... Hit, do you need, do hit you me need with me? something cool, bro. This hit me with, with some, some hard stuff. All right. Yeah. First of all, let me. Th- this is the thing that I wanted to bring up first. I think I won best hype speech of the weekend. Oh, 100%, bro. I missed it. This guy sent me the dopest story. It was a parable. And I, I read it, and I was like, I don't remember this in the Bible. Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, how did I miss this? It was like a super sick story about a lion that was like in captivity and and then it was released and it, it was and i came out in the morning after i read it and i was like bro wh- what book is that from and he was like no i made it up and i was like what do you mean you made it up he's like and he said <laughs> he tried to say parable he's like no i made up the parabola <laughs> yeah, man. i was like all right i'm gonna ignore that because the story's so dope but he, yeah he just freaking wrote this like amazing tale we, we Who knew you had it? Yeah, read, read it. it. Okay, read, I got you. Read it, bro. Dude, the, I got the, you. That got me. I'm so super hyped. excited about this. It was insane, and I was also was like, "Why is this so applicable to like what I'm about to do?" <laughs> 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 so it makes sense. Though. So I was on the plane. My headphones died, and I was like, "Like, you know what? I have this idea," mm. and I just kind of ran with it. But um, <clears throat> I'm not very good at reading. I'm gonna. You want me to read it for you? Push that. Yeah, you can. I, w- I would rather about read it. <laughs> Dang, this is a long one. All right, let me read it because you you you, should you, you, you haven't heard it. I, I haven't heard it. I yeah. would rather listen to it. Yeah. But okay. So it's called a lion and its prey, and it's not from the Bible. It's Ronan <laughs> wrote it. Uh, there once was a pack of lions that ran free in the wild and hunted day after day. However, there was one lion that was struggling to find any prey. He was then captured because of some reason known only by God, and the lion was brought into captivity. This lion spent its days pacing around its enclosure, wanting to escape. It kept asking God, why am I here? Why am I not doing what I was born to do? God didn't give the lion an answer. Every day, the gate opened to check up on the lion. The lion had the option to escape and go back to its pack, but it chose to remain where he was, practicing, harnessing, perfecting its skills to return and all while being unsure why he was placed where he was. He was chose to keep his head down and stay where he was waiting for an opportunity from God. Though there were times that the lion thought to rebuttal God and go through the gate, even though he wasn't ready, he knew that God was testing him. God tested him after day after day, physically and mentally. The lion knew that everybody knew that, that every day when that gate opened, it was not his time. He needed to wait for God's call to him. After a year of staying locked in a cage, the lion saw the gate open. For the first time in a long time, God spoke to the lion and said, It's time. It was time to unleash what he had been working towards. He then bolted through the gate and ran as fast as he could back to where he belonged. The lion returned to his pack and killed the first gazelle he saw. He thanked God for the trial he was put through and understood that by walking the way the lion did, he was, he was able to do what he was destined to do. The lion was ready to show why he is the most feared predator on earth once again. And then he had some personal words after, but oh my gosh, bro, that yeah. was so sick. Bro, good, I read it like first thing in the morning. I was like, 
what? What? <laughs> You're like, how have I not I, heard this <laughs> story, bro? I was like, oh, that's so good. I was like, I've read, I think the whole Bible, so I don't know where <laughs> this was. Oh but my gosh, what yeah, a freaking, freaking killed that, bro. yeah, that was Thanks, dope. Bro. That was dope. Thanks. Sick. Yeah. Who knew you were creative? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Want to give you some little motivation in the morning? I appreciate that, bro. That was awesome. For the fight, which you absolutely dominated. <sighs> yeah. That dude. Let's talk about it, man. How do you feeling? I feel good. I watched it for the first time this morning. All right. Yeah. So it was good to watch it back. Um, definitely didn't hit the under, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I had a, a lot of thoughts watching it. Uh, I wrote a couple of things down this morning. I still need to like fully um, just review the whole lead up and the actual fight. And like, I just like to journal through it all and make sure I get all the lessons from it. But I think a couple things from the jump, like leading up to the fight and now looking back. It's Real like, quick, for those of y'all that are just listening to this that don't know, Tony won his fight, unanimous decision win, 30-27. Really, only got hit one time, but it wasn't even that hard of a shot. Cheap shot. <laughs> we'll, yeah. get, we'll get into that, I'm sure. But uh, dominated the fight just to keep everybody updated. But yeah. go ahead, continue. Yeah, some people are like confused at the result. But yeah. I did win in dominant fashion and just have some high expectations and didn't <laughs> didn't perform as, as well as I wanted to. But um, yeah, just looking back, it's, it was, you know, I had one quick fight. That was my only competition in four years. So the fact that I was able to get a 15-minute full-on competition, super, super grateful for that. And then also, I haven't cut weight for a competition in five years. So the fact that I was able to compete down at weight for 15 minutes is also super beneficial. So those two things I'm grateful for. Um, and then in terms of the actual fight, just watching it this morning, there was a few positions that a little adjustment and the fight was over in the first, second and third round. Um, so things I can, I can improve there pretty quickly. And then um, the, the biggest thing I could take away is I know now like being hurt for so long and like coming back and then getting hurt, coming back and coming, then getting hurt and like doctors, coaches, myself, everyone like trying to like constantly hold me back from like re from getting hurt again that like create that creates like a certain mindset in your training to where you don't want to push yourself to the point where you risk another injury. Right. And so that was the that was the case for, you know, since I got hurt in the Olympic in the uh senior senior nationals in twenty nineteen. Um since I ever since I broke my shoulder there, it was like, um, okay, now I have to just like protect it and protect my body and then after surgery it's like okay you can't push it you can't push it you can't push it too much and then i uh, heard it again and then another surgery and it's just like that that kind of develops like a certain protection of of not wanting to um allow yourself to to get to those points that you have to get to to like prepare for competition mm. and so that was something i was just thinking about this morning is this fight taught me that i'm at the point now i'm almost almost two years out of uh, my last surgery. Um, so, so in a couple of weeks, it'll be two years. And so that's when my, you know, my surgeons and everyone said like, that's when my, the bone they put in will be absorbed. And like, I could fully trust, trust my body um, to be strong enough. And so 
this fight just taught me I'm at that point, and so I could really like take up my training. Not that obviously I've been training as hard as I could, but there's always up until this point, there's always been like a part of me that's okay. I don't want to go too much. Like I don't want to, I don't want to um, override my override my body, like stress my shoulder out or this or that. And so the biggest takeaway right now is I'm at the point where I can take my training up. I'm still going to be smart, but I can get to those points and be okay with being exhausted and pushing myself and pu- and, and and putting my body through that that type of grind. Um, and then the last thing, and these are all things that just came up th- this morning, so I'm sure more will come, but then the last thing is just I think any time you can get a series of lessons from a dominant win and not a loss is always something to be grateful for, and that's something that I'm very grateful for right now is just um, being able to take all this into my next camp come back with a vengeance in March and uh, I know that this whole experience is gonna it's all in God's plan to take me to where he wants me to be and and it's it's uh it's exciting to be able to have that propel me instead of in the past which has been like injury and setback which has propelled propel uh propelled me to to bigger and better things yeah definitely man it's it's definitely I feel like you said a lot of really good things there but just the the last part as far as you know being able to learn from a win mm. is a really good thing i think that a lot of times um people get so focused on winning and losing and it's like if you won no matter how it went down you feel good or if it's a if it's something that's close you feel like oh i dodged a bullet oh man mm-hmm. great but when you really won and you dominated, but you feel like you lost because you didn't perform your best or the way that you wanted to. I've always felt that that is extremely beneficial. Obviously, the motivation from losing can be extremely powerful, but it's we you know I don't feel like you have to lose to learn lessons. Yeah. But a lot of people, when they win, they just forget about whatever happened and then they move on and mm-hmm. keep doing the same things because they won. But when you can take the lessons and make adjustments and do things differently now, even even though you won, it's going to push you even that much for, further forward. Yeah, for sure. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, so... How did you feel about the weekend running? What was your kind of assessment overall from top to bottom? <laughs> you know, I, my heart hasn't beat that fast for that uh, long of a duration for a, a very Not long time. Not since you were on the stair stepper for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 15. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that, you know, obviously you just want your boy to get the dub no matter, no matter what the cost. Mm-hmm. And the way that you did it, you know, I didn't have to see my friend get hit legally many times <laughs> yeah. um a couple 12 to 6 elbows were thrown out there but you know you ate those on the top of the head like a man i have a hard <laughs> head bro yeah I, bro. I, I was like that's gonna hurt you more than me so that dude's elbows swollen <laughs> yeah. for sure bro oh man uh yeah so th- there was some chaos throughout the fight like i, w- I was watching this morning and uh yeah a couple like weird stand-ups mid- like mid me mid ground and pound and then I was really grateful that, uh, so he stood us up at one point and we were, we were going back to our corner. So I'm like walking to my corner with my back to my opponent and 
and the ref like starts the fight and my the dude just charges at me and thankfully I had the wherewithal to turn around and like keep my hands up and uh like I like fake I like fake takedown just on instinct and then like shot in but he was coming to throw some <laughs> some bombs and I and I had my back to him so um couple moments like that, a couple weird moments with the time. like Yeah, that ref was a total bitch. Yeah, yeah. So I know I don't want to talk crap. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to talk crap about people, but I'm going to do it because <laughs> that dude had some chip on his shoulder for some reason. Like, he did not want you to win that fight. No. It was weird, man. Like, I, I'm not one to complain, and obviously we're not complaining, but mm. it's like just taking the situation for what it was, he stands you up in the first round after you had been absolutely mauling this guy's face for mm. two minutes. And uh, then he does it again the second, and it's like he breaks the fight. You turn to walk back to stop because he, he breaks the fight in the middle of the ring for yeah. no reason. And then the dude just gets up and freaking swings on you, and it's and you're not even looking. And the ref did an absolute, just a poor job yeah. of, of controlling what was going on. It was like he wanted the guy to cheap shot you. It yeah. was crazy. But, yeah, I mean, and even, even from where it really started was at the beginning uh, in the back when he's – when he when he came in and said, "Oh, I'm going to be the referee," blah blah yeah. blah. And he, what, what did he? It, it, he, he was, was like, like, "I know you guys like to like like hug and hold, so like I'm not going to let that happen." And I was like, "Dude, you don't even you don't even know me. Yeah, like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah." Th so the dude just had a chip. He probably got his ass beat by a wrestler at some point. Yeah. So he just was <laughs> ha had a chip on his shoulder. I hope he hears this, and I hope it's a good lesson for him. <laughs> yeah, because that was pitiful. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I then, was, you, I know you're not going to say anything, but. For me, being in the corner just seeing it, it was pretty. It was disgraceful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> must have been from Iowa, man. I don't know, man. I was furious, but it is what I it have was. not seen Bo that mad probably since I've known you guys, dude. The the freaking um, other athletic commission guy was like screaming at me because you're not supposed to get when you're in the corner. You're not supposed to get up off your chair. Mm -hmm. And I got up and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I was like screaming at him. I was like, that's some bullshit. And like, I like started to like walk up the, the stairs to the cage kind of. And the guy behind me was like, hey, sit down. You sit down. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like this, get control of this ref. What's wrong with him? Yeah. I'm like yelling at the dude. And then I was like, it all happened in a whirlwind of five seconds. And then I was like, the fight's still happening. Yeah. Like, just, just, who you got to, whatever, like back yeah. to the fight. Let's talk about the less significant fights this weekend. I know. Did you guys watch a little bit of them at least? We watched. Yeah. We oh, yeah. The mm -hmm. UFC fights. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember what fights <laughs> yeah. you were talking about. Um, yeah. Hamzad against Usman. Any yeah. Thoughts? It's a good fight. You know, two tough I guys. One. I was sleeping. Yeah. You, you were napping, but yeah, I watched it. It was, I mean, a good fight. Hamza kind of came out hot, took him down, held him down. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like. Uh, both guys went hard. They both were trying to win, and obviously Usman came in short notice. And but they they banged it out, and Hamza got the win. It was I thought it was going to be a little less competitive. It was more competitive than I expected it to be. But uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I'm glad that I'm glad that Hamza got the one just got the win just for the storyline of me and him. Um, you know, hopefully we'll both undefeated when we match up for the belt and uh yeah you know I, I liked his interview after I felt like it was way different from his typical heel 
I smash everyone, I kill everybody, mm-hmm. I'm the champ thing. He was like very, you know, he was more humble. And uh, I think that I'm just excited to fight that guy. It's just going to be a fun, you know, experience overall. I think that a lot of people want to see it. And, uh, yeah, I know, I know I've said in the past a few things about his wrestling being trash or, you know, this and that. And, you know, for me it's – at the end of the day, I want to compete against the best, and I, I respect that guy. I think he's very good at fighting. He has a good mentality for fighting, and uh, that's somebody I want to uh, compete against just because I know I'm going to have to push myself to go out there and, and get the dub and compete the way I know how to. And, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, I missed it, so I only saw the main fight. I think that um, – <clears throat> I was impressed on how long he held Usman down. Mm-hmm. It, it, granted, it's because Usman also have probably had... To, how much do you think the, he had to cut? Not that much. I don't know that his weight cut was that big, but it's just different when you're right. not full training, getting ready for a fight, you know? And, and honestly, most of it's probably confidence. Probably him being on bottom thinking, oh, uh, I don't want to push too hard and get tired because I haven't been training or this and that when you know, you have no camp. So I think that had Usman had a camp, that would be a very different fight. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Usman probably, he, he would have had a much better chance to win. Who knows what would happen, right? It's a fight, so you never know. But um, he also came yeah. out kind of slow, and yeah, he's been used to five-round fights, so it's kind of a different It is, pace. it is. And, I mean, he finished strong mm-hmm. in, the, in the second and third. I felt like, you know, he was he was gaining on him a bit mm-hmm. um especially because Hamzat really uh went went after it that first round was working really hard to try to get the finish and stuff but i mean they're both tough guys they're both guys that are you know world class very high level so yeah i mean it is what it is i think uh next will be probably Hamzat and Strickland from what Dana's saying and stuff and mm-hmm. i've heard a few things about how that's gone in the gym and the way that those have gone. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and the other big fight, which I know you talked about how who you thought was going to win very early, and you were correct. You know, Islam threw a real nice high kick at Volk and knocked him off his feet. But Yeah, you know, my kind of assessment with that was, I mean, both those guys are so freaking good, you know? Mm-hmm. Both th- Those two guys, to me, are both top five pound-for-pound pound in the world yeah, fighters. And sure. if you have one guy that's full-on committed, training, prepping, getting ready for eight to ten weeks for this fight, and then you have another guy that's maybe training and getting ready but not at that same level of intensity, that's going to make a big difference in the fight. Yeah. You have two world-class guys. One guy's prepared. One guy's... Let's let's call it less prepared. That's huge, you know. You, you can't. You you're talking about the top one percent, top one tenth of one percent here. Just those little little things matter so much. And I think that obviously Volk being a competitor, he wanted to fight. He wanted to take the fight. But I think you also got to realize, like at this level, you can't just step in there and expect to win. You got to be prepared. Yeah, that's what that's what's going to make the difference at the end of the day. Everybody's talented. Everybody's strong, athletic, skilled what's going to make the difference is preparation and, and you can't underestimate that. Yeah. I, I, I really didn't like that. He took that fight. 
Yeah. Like, it's different. I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of short notice no matter what. Right. But it's different if, like, maybe you didn't, like, you weren't going to get a title shot and, like, um, taking like taking a short notice notice is your only option or maybe right. you're outmatched and like it doesn't really matter so you're going to just like take the chance yeah but for them being so neck and neck their last fight and so many different factors you know vo- you know islam not having to travel volk having to uh cut 23 cut, pounds yeah um the uh the rehydration was different just so many different factors when they were already neck and neck yeah and him not being in camp and then expect to like have this grandiose performance and like catch him like it's not that's just super that's not like a championship mentality in in my mind. So it made me sad that he he was like taking that chance, and, and it seemed like he reg- like regretted obviously a lot after. So, like yeah. he just he was getting antsy and like was, yeah, he was just like jumped at the opportunity. But yeah, he was just, just saying he was like wanting to fight, wanting to fight, wanting to fight, and it's like we all want to fight. Yeah, like, I want to fight. Yeah, but part of it. Yeah, patience. Like, like I get the, the most fun part of what we do is going out there and fighting. Mm-hmm. But you gotta. I mean, that's just. I think, like you said that he probably had some regrets, yeah. you know, and it's a good lesson for us Yeah, moving forward that, you know, that's something that no matter how confident we are in a, in a matchup or whatever, it's, it doesn't really make sense to come in unprepared or less yeah. prepared than you would have been. Yeah. It's part of being like professional athlete and approaching it the right way. And right. And I love Volk. That's why it's like, too, that's why yeah. it made me sad. Yeah. He's definitely a guy I look up to and watch a ton of film on and, Yeah. You know, appreciate all that he's done in the sport and his mindset and he's just so and his IQ and he's so good. So good, right? Like I mean, it's it's uh it was hard to watch, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. And like I said, it's a good lesson. Yeah. Do you think that that's a lack of I like not lack of IQ, but more of a lack of preparation? Because I like you were saying you've said this both of you guys have said this many times that like anything can happen to fight, like you to know, defend that high kick or anything. Do you think he was like practicing that or like looking for that or well islam was 100 percent looking for that 100 percent that was part of his game plan i think that i'm not really sure why volk took that fight he he said in his interview like he's gets stir crazy and mm-hmm. just feels like he has to fight but i don't know i don't know it's it's hard to say i just it, it you can't really go into the mind of that person exactly when mm-hmm. he takes a fight on 12 days notice for a world title and the guy's done just about everything you can do in the sport Mm -hmm. aside from being a double champ and to take the opportunity at that and be less prepared than you should be probably that's hard maybe it was maybe he was just very confident i don't think he he definitely didn't go in expecting to lose he he went in expecting to win so maybe it's overconfidence but um i don't know it's hard to put yourself in that guy's position Yeah, anytime, and the fact that he didn't have a full camp and you're cutting that much weight and you're not, like, locked in for one opponent for, like, 8 to 12 weeks, you never know how that affects you in the fight. Like, there can be moments where you you lose focus because you weren't, like, locked in during your preparation. So we don't know how that affected, like, the head kick landing or, like, anything like that. Like, the last fight, he was locked in for 25 minutes and... It was like a fully competitive fight, so we don't know. For sure. Yeah, yeah it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, other big breaking news this morning, actually. John Jones and Stipe isn't happening. What? Yeah, bro. Why? Uh, John tore his pack. No. So they're replacing it with uh, Serge. I can't pronounce his last name. Pavlovich. Pavlovich. And wow. uh, Tom Aspinall. Aspinall. 
Aspinall and Pavlovich are fighting? Interim title. Wow. Mm. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, it was like same kind of position uh, with my shoulder. He like shot in and uh, the dude sprawled and it like just tore his pec. Oh, yeah. no. Damn. Yeah, it was in the training. They showed it. Oh, they had a video of mm. it? Oh. Yeah. That's awful. That stinks. I feel for him. He's gonna be. He said he's gonna be out for like eight months. So he's gonna want to come back. Obviously, they'll rebook that fight. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, I mean, Stipe. It seems like he's waiting out for it. So Stipe is waiting for that. Seems like because they they made the interim yeah. title for. So what? But then somebody's gonna have to fight the winner of that of Aspinall and Pavlovich. That's a good fight, yeah. by the way. But dang, mm-hmm. that sucks. That was yeah. not that far away. No, it was only f- wasn't it in few, November? A few yeah, weeks, it was probably like last. Last sparring, which is terrible. Jeez. Yeah, that sucks. Crazy, man. Frick. Yeah. Crazy. Guilford Jones. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a rough injury. Yeah. Yeah, and that's tough it's tough at heavyweight too, because then you can't like lift and eat as much and it's like Right. But dang. Well we'll Yeah, we'll see. Wish him wish him a speedy recovery for sure. That's tough. Tough. He's not. Well, how old is he? 32? 30, no, he's John like Jones. 35. 35. 35. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, hopefully him and Stipe just get rebooked for a year and a half from now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Is uh, Ngannou Tyson this weekend? It is. Dope. Really? That's dope. How do you see that one going? I think Tyson's going to piece him up. I would assume, right? Yeah. But you don't want to get hit by that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's big gloves. It's so different. Yeah. And you know, he's sparring big gloves and little gloves. It's not the same. No, definitely not. Imagine they did M- they did boxing and MMA gloves. That would even it out. Yeah, that wow. would be way more entertaining. That would be way more entertaining. That would yeah. be crazy. I wish they did that. Yeah. They, that's what they talked about at first, MMA gloves, but uh, Queensbury boxing rules. That would be crazy. Yeah. Damn. Tyson, might he would still have a big advantage. Yeah. But that would be way, way more intriguing. Yeah. But you think Tyson's just going to absolutely piece Ngannou up? <sighs> yeah, man. I yeah. mean, there's always a chance of getting hit, but I don't really. People people say that, oh, there's always a chance of you getting hit, and it's like, there's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like. He's the best boxer in the world, and he's 6'9". Spend your whole life m- mitigating that chance. Yeah. Um, Six foot ten. He's going to fight him a very specific way. Yeah. He's there to win. He also like has his actual fight booked for like a month later. Who is it? Uzik. Oh, he's fighting Uzik yeah, next? Yeah, December. That's savage. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's going to kill him. Unfor- un- uh, it just is what it is, man. It's like you put a rugby player in the NFL. Against the absolute best team in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something else I thought was crazy is uh, your boy, Ariel Hawani, brought up a very interesting matchup. Yeah. Between you. Me. And Dylan Dennis. Me and Dylan Dennis? So mm-hmm. Dylan is obviously a free agent now. He he yeah. defected from uh, Bellator or got fired or what, however that went. Ariel said he wants to see me fight Dylan Dennis. Ariel wants to see you fight Dylan Dennis. I mean, to be honest, his point was, what was very his point? good that it would sell a lot of pay-per-views. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. To see you absolutely... Yeah, um, Ask her that but the problem is he wouldn't be saying all that shit about me that he said about Logan because yeah. I would literally kill him. <laughs> but yeah. he's a friend yeah. of a friend too. So. Yeah, 
it's also, it's also way different. It's yeah. way different. Yeah, he's from Jersey, so I, I don't know. I'd have a tough. Yeah, I don't know what side you would be on there. Yeah. But Ariel, it's a dream matchup, but it would never happen. I figured. I figured. And I'm down. <laughs> it never happened, but call me. I'm down. Let's cut to my favorite segment. Boom Are you roast. Try to roast us again. Here Gosh. we go. This might be the, the final one. Views were down last week. Um, <laughs> I actually got a message from our uh, our producing team, uh, Tim. Tim told me, uh, Ronan, you suck at making jokes. Boom roasted. That was the text message that I received um, <laughs> Monday morning. Um, but here we go. I think uh, these are pretty good. I'm, right. pretty I, good. I, I'm a little upset that you have it on your phone this time because I really appreciated the... Fourth grade. I'll take note. Of I'll, take, cards. I'll, I'll yeah. take note of that. And the scratch outs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> With his Crayola. You're so good looking. Oh no, it's supposed to be. A, it's all. <laughs> so Tony, I, I obviously I was trying to go easy on you before you fight. You know, not, not bring out the big guns. Any pegs. Let's go. I, I came for the big guns today, Tony. You used to have frosted tips. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good, dude. That's a pretty good one. I do miss the frosted tips. Oh, my honestly. gosh. Clip that in. <laughs> <laughs> Clip a picture in. Dude, that's that's actually your best one that so far. That was a good one. Nice. I just want to know what was going through your mind during that time. Dude. That's I saw a- Zach Efron have him in uh, what movie? Maybe Baywatch. And next thing I know, I had him. <laughs> gosh. And they were sexy. <laughs> I will disagree. <laughs> All right, here we go. Bo. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel to be the third best looking co-host on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I will say you're these getting are better. Getting, these are getting better. Delivery is on point this you're time too. You're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yo, I just thought we need to add a, we need to add a, a third dime or a third coin. <laughs> Little me, <laughs> that one was good. That was good. Um, Tony. Oh, you're still going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Please. Um. No, this one. This one. This one's bad. And I feel I felt bad for writing this, but it was good. So, uh, Tim told me to do it. Uh, Tony. I don't know what's thinner, me or your hair. I'm thin hair. <laughs> I'm thin hair. <laughs> My hair's thick. <laughs> oh man! I don't get that one. Uh, <laughs> I have a thick head of hair, bro. Keep telling yourself that. I don't get it. Go ahead, Ronan. Uh, last one. Last one, Bo. Okay, for you, Bo. You look like the type of dude that ate glue as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) You literally should have went the exact opposite order that you did. Yeah, you should have started off with those ones. Yeah. Why'd you do your best first? (laughs) I honestly thought those weren't as funny. I thought the glue one was hilarious, to be honest. That was the worst one, for sure. Okay. We all ate a little glue. Yeah. What's the big deal about that? (laughs) You didn't ever put the glue on your hands and then peel your skin off? Oh yeah, way, way different, way different. And then eat but, it. But I need it. I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I sniffed it. All right. Oh man, you got any for me, Tony? 
trying to figure out how mean to go. Oh, oh, oh geez. I went at you this week and I'm, I'm, full. I just don't get it, man. I just, I've never had anyone tell me my hair was thin. So <laughs> he's pissed. I don't know. Hey, I called you the second best looking co-host. No, you, you didn't. You, no, you didn't. that's you not called what you said. Third, you called me third. And you left it up to the interpretation. Yeah. And you, it, and what you're implying was that you were better looking than me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're implying. <laughs> leave it, leave it, leave it down in the comments. Who's better looking me or Tony? What? Yeah, no. please do. <laughs> <laughs> I need an ego boost today. Then you oh. do not look at those comments. <laughs> do not look at the comments. <laughs> please, for the love of God. You have a PlayStation mug. Boom roasted. <laughs> You're an Xbox guy? Uh, I'm, I'm just not a You video. don't play games, bro. Yeah. You, don't, you don't play games. Bo, you got any? Well, it does, it's not fair. You have like a whole week to think of these. Yeah, we're, we're like, got to be on the spot. We have 20 well, seconds. That's what makes us fair. And we, and we <laughs> use them all up like on a daily basis for you. That's true. Okay, I got that one. True. I got one for you. This one's just going to hurt you. It's going to hurt just you. Just go deep. It's, it's not even about you really, but it's going to hurt you. Okay. If I were to get in a fight with Seabum, I would whip his ass. <laughs> I Yeah, I and mean. And while I was doing it, I would look at you and say, this is your fault. This is your fault. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> I do agree with that statement. I could lift more than your your favorite boy, Sam. Whatever. Yeah. So Tony's stronger yeah. than Sam. So like, I don't know about that, man. See, like, I don't really want to. I, I don't want to go at you. I want to come at your idols. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are the Phillies in the World Championships? Oh, oh my God. First off, okay, that was. World I cannot believe we overlooked that. The Phillies suck. You suck. You don't know shit about sports. It's so funny. I woke up this morning and it was like. Um, Arizona, yeah, it was like Arizona, like Dude, you guys like lost Arizona. Philly. Um, Let me tell you, and, that, and they're in the, and they're only in the, what is it called? What's the championships called? The World Series. World Series for the second time ever. So like, yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. even that good. I'm, I'm kind of sad to admit this. I cried that the Phillies lost last night, and I was didn't really want to tell you that because Gosh, you're I don't know why you ask us to roast you when you say things like that. We don't have. There's no need. <laughs> Gosh, um, you're such a pussy. <laughs> can't believe that. You cried because the Phillies didn't make the World Series. Dude, it's sad. Why? Because, you know, Bryce Harper is getting older. We like Bryce. Trey Turner. It's like, it's a getting older. It's sport. I saw a video of Bryce, that dude getting like throat jabbed super hard by his teammate. Did you see that? Oh, video? yeah. By the yeah. pitcher? Yeah. That was like when he was 20. That, that was really? That was with Jonathan Papelbon. Papelbon. Yeah, that was the, wild. On the Nationals. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah. Um. Bo, do you have do you have any more? Any more roasts? Yeah. Let me see here. Ronan. You have pubes on your face. <laughs> Dude, I Ronan. Just... If Tony shaved his nutsack and took that Elmer's glue that I used to see and rubbed it all over your face and then sprinkled his pubes, it wouldn't look any different than the way it looks now. It would actually look better. <laughs> Dude, I just don't have a razor. Well, get some freaking manscaped up in there, bro. They literally have everything you'd ever need. We can get that face clean shaven. We can trim Give it up, minutes, whatever buddy. you want. With the what's the one called? Lawnmower or whatever. Have, we have the lawnmower. We got the the trimmer, the head trimmer. Yeah, I'll use that yeah. on your face. Need one of those. Need one of those. I just like you know, they're kind of expensive, and you know. Well, you know how to fix that. Head to manscaped.com. Use promo code Bo for twenty percent off, free shipping. That's big deal. And uh, get your face right. That's manscaped.com, 
promo code Bo, 20% off and free shipping. Going to need to order a lawnmower 5.0 after this. Yeah, you are. Um, let's cut to a little matchup that I came up with for uh, this week. Let's go. Um, I thought this one was pretty good. We've, we've talked about these people before. And, um, oh, love the TV. Ooh. Ooh, you're getting real creative with this. Travis like Kelsey Dude, against Josh Allen. This is a good matchup, actually, I think. Josh Allen's a dog. Uh, real quick, now that I see the Taylor Swift thing. Dude, I was listening to the, the, co- the commentator during my fight, and he was like, fun fact about uh, Tony here, he's a Swifty. This guy loves Taylor <laughs> Swift. And I was like, what the hell? They did ask me about, about, about that before. The the they asked fight. you, and you, yeah. you confirmed? Yeah. What you were the source. Say? Yeah. He's a Swift. Like, I, <laughs> uh, you do love Taylor. I, I mean, I like her. <laughs> yeah, I've only been to four concerts. I'm going to see her movie probably this weekend, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm a Swifty. Oh, yeah. All right, both 6'5". Little, little weight advantage, but age. Age on the side of Josh Allen. I didn't know Travis Kelsey was that old. Yeah, give me Josh, bro. Give me Josh. What does it say? Dating Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> I got uh, I got Josh Allen on on age factor, on savage factor, and on vaccination factor. Oh, that is big. <laughs> that you should have done Kelsey versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's a good one. That this is, is actually this actually would be a good fight weeks. though. Like, no, I think wise. this would be a good fight. Josh Allen's a savage too. I uh, he's always trying to fight the defensive lineman for the other teams. Yeah, and Kelsey's a straight up bro. Yeah, he's a bro. I think Allen's more athletic overall. I don't know, dude. I would say they're pretty close. Have you seen Josh Allen like run? He's a good athlete. They're both really good athletes. They do play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Tony? I don't know. I've just been looking at their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Allen's got some kind eyes. I, I I don't know if he's. Like deep down a savage. No, he is, bro. I don't know. I've seen him get pretty scared in some games. No, dude. You have. No, you have. I have. Go, go, dude. He's always trying to get. I saw a game. He's always trying to scrap. Like, like uh, two years ago, it was to get to the Super Bowl, and it's pretty close at the end, and he he had some wide eyes. (laughs) Because he wanted to win, (laughs) and he lost. He lost. He did. I'd watch it though. Oh man. Who do you got? He doesn't want to make a pick. I'm gonna go Kelsey. All right, I'll back Josh. Set it up. All right. I'll I'll text Tim. Tim, get on it. Um <laughs> Who's this Tim? Who's Tim? <laughs> you guys haven't met Tim? No. The guy standing behind the cameras. <laughs> How do you think this show happens? Oh. Better give me a raise. They want me to be his on the show. His name's Tim? Yeah, it's Tim. Oh. Um, we'll cap it off with my week eight. My week eight better picks lineup. Here we go. Uh, last week, uh, B. John Robinson can lick my ass because he didn't <laughs> let anybody know that he wasn't playing. Fancy ma- managers are pissed. Yo, just because I went Fancy- hard on Justin Herbert one time <laughs> does not mean that you get Tell to. Tell him a biscuit deck, bro. <laughs> Biscuit he neck. ruined his life. <laughs> oh, all right. Go but, ahead with your picks. 
Don't you really want to keep this segment going because yeah, it's... I don't know why you want to get shot every time, bro. It I don't. I don't. So uh, Bo and Tony forgot to shoot me while they were here today, so I have to do it myself, I guess. That this is what I've been told. That's what they're paying you to do. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Yeah, I think you guys will agree with a lot of these this week. We'll see. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Over in passing yards. Good pick. Uh, thank you, Bo. Uh, Justin Tucker, over in field goals. He only had, I think I he like only had one last week. So I like it. I think he's going to have two this week. That's my reasoning. Sticking to it. Last one, a fantasy favorite. Christian McCaffrey, over in rushing yards. Lock it in. Win some money. I feel like that you'll hit all those. Download better picks. I need to. Just him. Yeah. Just sounds right. I like that. I like your picks this week. Thank you, man. Just Appreciate go with the blue chippers. Well, speaking of football games, what's up? You guys are going to one. I am not anymore. <laughs> speaking out. of football games, I'm going to one. Bo, you're going. To I'm, one. I'm at the Giants Jets game. I'm all up in there. I will see which team they might sign me to a one day contract. That'd be cool. Like Mr. Beast? No, not like Mr. Beast. Like I'll actually get on the field, dude. <laughs> Now, the question that we talking I, about? I was told to ask is, what? you know, Aaron Rodgers is on the sideline. Are you doing ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll have time, but I'm down. <laughs> oh, do it at halftime. Do it at halftime. That'd be okay. awesome. <laughs> Quick <laughs> ayahuasca session. <laughs> Dude, he's like, he, he's throwing a football three, how long has it been? A month after tearing his Achilles? I don't know. Walking around? It's, yeah. Is, is there any chance he comes back? No. Or is it just no, he, he's they're talking about it. No, he's way. confident that he is going to come back before the wow. end. Of the Maybe season. he got a bunch of stem cells and ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that's the secret. That'd be crazy because they're they're if pretty he comes solid. back before the end of the season. I will literally be careful poop. what you say here. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I don't know. I will literally, if he comes back over the season, that would be insane. I'll poop my That'd pants be awesome. on 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 the pod. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> um, I think that I think that's a good wrap for the first yeah first episode. So, <laughs> peace, y'all. See you next time. Beautiful.